Hello everyone, this is Ashish. Welcome back to Momentum Podcast and today again we are going to have a fantastic podcast that will make your weekend from good to great or from sad to good, whatever it might be. It will be better now. Here in this podcast we talk about a lot of things that will help you enhance your career. Every now and then we have guests but every now and then I like to talk on my own and you like to listen when I talk on my own. Uh, there are a bunch of topics coming out from the things that I want to discuss and also from your suggestions, your comments on community post, comment section, Instagram, all those good stuff. And I have uh, compiled them to discuss. But before we get into any of those heavy stuff, I would like to start from something that influences each and every one of your careers and will definitely create a huge impact. And that is that John Wick copied hitman 2 i'm serious about it now jokes apart just before starting this podcast thought that hey did john wick copy hitman 2 and you know why because i keep my like recording apparatus in like a trolley bag right and i open and i got a feeling hey it's kind of like hitman it's just that instead of guns i'm taking like mics and stuff and i thought that john wick did the exact same thing and then I could not come to a conclusion if that was really copying the same instant because what we have is a former assassin, one of the best, who is in, what do you call that? Oh, I'm going to just forget about the best words to use right when I have to use it. Um, hiatus? Yeah, that's the perfect word. So, uh, leaves the job for a while, for a couple of years. And then something happens and he has to pull out those guns again. And the exact same thing happened in Hitman's Silent Assassin for Gen Z Kid that existed. And no, Hitman 2 that came where 47 went to Bombay was not the first Hitman 2. Silent Assassin came beforehand. He pulls out his gun and goes to Sicily to save a priest. Now, what I want to find out is if that happened before... The books of John Wick, I don't know. Is John Wick on a book? Uh, let me just Google real quick. Uh, it's fiction or it's comic. Oh, yeah, there's a comic, right? So if if I see the chapter one, John Wick chapter one, which book or comic is it on? Uh, original comic. I should just screen record it as well so that you get what I'm seeing. You see, the things that I do for you guys, and you don't even hit like, that's outrageous. Okay, so now you can see my screen as well. All right, so original, yeah, original comic. What is it? Yeah, it looks like a comic to me. Okay, John Wick comic series. So what I'm going to find out is when was it first released because we know when hitman silent assassin was released and we are going to get to the bottom of this because it influences all of our careers man otherwise just before that important job interview you'll be wondering hey did john wick come first or hitman and then that will mess with your career so i don't want that to happen you see when i type hitman 2 i see hitman 2018 game dude we are all heading towards a apocalypse. So, let's do this one. Silent Assassin. 
and that was released in well i completed it in 2008 it was released in 2002 so that's fairly early so when was john wick comic series released first Hmm. it was released in 2017 correct me if i'm wrong but when we are looking at issues the john wick number one was released in 2017 number two one month later and number three a couple of like yeah one month later month after month and when was the movie released let's see john wick chapter one i know that chapter four is coming so the google is going to right away display that okay so i guess the movie came first i have no idea Hmm. what is it based off of influences okay director chair seleski must be russian said influences john wick includes oh ugly okay point blank hey they did not even mention that hitman influenced them or maybe it did not it was one of those like two people thought of the same thing in different times without knowing each other existed or something but not to mention like is there anything if i search hitman former hitman other than that, do they ever mention the game? No, 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 no. It's just John Wick is a hitman. But we're not going to talk about a man 47. Alright. So, so let's just do like John Wick comics, comic series. Hmm. First comic, right? I want to see the first comic. It's definitely not on a book, I guess. Even though they say chapter 1, 2, 3, 4. I believe it's like movie. Okay, John Wick comics. Yup, it started in 2017. So, a, a boy 47 came before all of this, right? And uh, let's go back to that one and let's see what the first comic is talking about. The November 2017 one? Yeah. Is that talking about like John Wick coming out of his hiatus and then starting the assassin work again? Let's check it out. Yep. So here it is. Synopsis says, When a young John Wick emerges from prison and embarks up to the first epic vendetta. Uh, so it's like something that was... Before what they showed in the movies, Lethal Business, oh, okay. Vic's uh, auditions uh, continues and uh, 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 no, this is something else. This is not. Hey, I'll need your help and maybe I'm going to do more research on it. But it is fairly, fairly obvious that Hitman thought of all of it before that. And uh, you want to see that scene? I'm going to just show you. Uh, what was that? Hitman to walk through i know that they are going to get into like the 2018 game again and you need to check out the original legends so this is it okay so that's it he finds out that someone abducted 
his his friend and all who is a priest and then he goes to get his get his guns oh no hey diana this is agent 47 yep this is his friend gets abducted and then finds a letter and then goes to this kind of warehouse what is it okay this is what you need to check out capitalism dude this music is so like motivational but you get the point right so look he takes out his guns from beneath the floor okay the only thing that happened differently in john wick is like he broke the concrete right Oh yeah. Oh, he doesn't even answer that. Look, if you're a real badass, you don't even answer. Just go and kill some people. Oh, he, he really did not answer that, man. I I just want to like if there's of av- some available like John Wick finds guns or something. What is that? Uh breaks breaks basement yeah breaks basement yeah yep it's just that the direction is better and they got this guy from game of thrones and also the guy from matrix but does the same thing kind of You know infographic did wants the comparison between like who would win if 47 was against John Wick and what they concluded is that 47 will win because John Wick is too emotional man <laughs> he finds a puppy dead and he goes and kills like 100 people right while well, 47 goes and does his contract man but this is interesting because John Wick doesn't answer either let's see this John 
Let us not resort to our baser instincts and handle this like civilized men to move on. Look, he did not answer, just like our 47 over there. They definitely had inspirations. You better put that on your Wikipedia page. But now that that's out of my system, I think we all can come to an agreement that 47 came before, that scene came before, and everybody forgot about it. Maybe that's, there's a conspiracy that that's the reason why they had a Hitman 2 again. But I'm not going to forget because that's associated with my childhood, man. All right. So that's that's pretty much about it to certify this fact. Now we are going to get to some real, real good questions that you guys have been putting down in the comment section. So let's look at this one. And also, like, put your opinions down in the comment section. I would love to know. And I'm going to cover it in the upcoming podcast because every now and then we, we like to have fun. This weekend, man. We are supposed to have fun every now and then. Now, I will get to this question in front of me. But before that... There was one opinion that was placed. I had a whole podcast episode on gaming, right? I talked about my experience with gaming and how it is good and bad at the same time. And there I talked about this little part, which was with online gaming, right? And I said that whatever I'm talking about, the goods with the gaming that you experience to, uh, you get to experience different worlds is associated with offline gaming, the story mode, the campaign mode, but not really with the online gaming that is multiple folds more addictive and you don't really see the worlds. You just like kind of play against each other. And some people had very good argument down in the comment section that it helped me to get a sense of competition. And I competed with other people to kind of accomplish this one particular target of winning a game or shooting more people or something. And uh, online gaming is good for that. Well, I do not disagree with that, but here's a little bit of my argument. If you want sense of competition, you can get it from anywhere else as well. You can get it by playing sports as well. You can get it from any kind of academic competition as well. But the one thing that gaming brings that others don't is that you are physically in a digital fashion, navigating through different worlds and you're experiencing story while you're at it. And when that combination happens, it is it is multiple folds better than the experience that you get from any movie or TV series. In that sense, video games are unique. Sense of competition, I get it. One thing that you'll have to accept is that gaming is not really a skill until unless gaming is your career. So competing will not help you hone a skill. It will help you to develop maybe a competitive nature. I agree with that, but I've never done that. So, so I don't really know. But I would like this discussion to continue. And if you want to follow up, put it down in the comment section. And you know, I do read all these comments. Now, coming to this question by Vabhav Kolhe. Uh, there is a newly introduced branch, artificial intelligence and data science and engineering. What's your POV about demand in future and how this field role in the new tech era as competitive to the computer science? Oh, definitely it's a booming. I think uh, the artificial intelligence or other branches like uh, data science, 
these are the new computer science engineering the computer science engineering of the second decade yeah second decade of 21st century that is 2011 to 2020 what we saw we are seeing a replacement of that in a specialization of computer science engineering which comes with like data science and artificial intelligence and as you might be knowing now there are btech courses on this but uh, funny enough or coincidentally enough i was talking to one of my professors who took classes of mechanical engineering of us back when i was undergraduate i was talking to him right yesterday and we were talking about the same thing because he is still a professor and uh, he was talking about how the number of people who are uh, pursuing mechanical engineering is dropping significantly and how these new branches are having a lot of candidates but we were also talking about like what is the longevity of this and uh, that has always been a question for it or computer science um, engineers as well like how long this is going to last like are we really looking for a long career now you might be saying that you need to just keep on learning i got it i got the point but if you keep on learning well you will obviously have good career but is it like modular did you start with mechanical engineering and then built it up a little bit into design engineering or thermal engineering and then built it a little bit and specialized towards uh, space science and engineering and built it a little bit specialized into combustion and propulsion and then built it a little bit and then focused it into like uh, specialized uh, engine instability in rocket engines right so is that modular like are you building in a structural manner that happens in core engineering but uh, in computer science engineering i get it like if you have an idea of a particular program well that helps you to transcend into others but the only problem with these software oriented uh, career is that it is always going to be some day or the other automated let me give you an example i started video editing in 2017 okay you'll see how these two connects now back then even to do a single text animation i had to do like okay at t is equal to 0 the text is supposed to be here and t is equal to here text is supposed to be here the brightness is going to increase the opacity is going to change and after doing all that for half an hour maybe i made a text animation today you drop it and that text animation is done earlier we used to have like a text and if i want the text to be moving with me i'll be doing like uh, yeah at uh, frame by frame i'm going to move the text and the animation is going to happen but now there are like you drop one and it will just follow my head right so or zoom out and it will also zoom out and it will feel like the text is right here right so these things are getting automated this is just one example anything when it comes comes to computer is going to be written in a program some day or the other for example video editing is super easy now you can go to websites and, and there are literally websites which will do 90% of the editing for you there are websites that will do the animations for you they'll do those like talking heads and uh, animation and all for you so i'm thinking like how long is it going to take till these artificial and data science and all they are going to be automated into a program like someone is going to create a program which is going to be like you can buy it 
and you don't need an engineer anymore for you to do the coding right and also the other part about this is that it is really really quick to learn and i have seen a lot of like even people who did four years of mechanical engineering learning these skills in a year and uh, i don't think the opposite can happen because i've seen a lot of people from physics discipline um, maths discipline or even like non non stem discipline who have like sometimes little application of mechanical engineering i have seen mathematics people having little application of fluid mechanics and every concept is super alien for them like even what we studied in third semester and they'll have to understand the physics behind it and it's a little bit difficult right so when it's definitely a booming career and i've talked about this before as well like uh, there are companies and organizations and even top institutes which are giving you right now uh, attestations or certifications of uh, these short courses taking good amount of money but also is giving you a job security and a certainty that you will get a job the reason why they are able to do it is because there are a lot of jobs right now and they can promise you that and you get a job it's fantastic right and you develop an interest you keep on learning you'll have an amazing career there's no doubt which is true for every other career you keep on learning you keep on growing and you keep on having a better and better career and that's true for mechanical engineering as well i still need to learn a lot of softwares i have to do a lot of new skills developed i have to sometimes learn interdisciplinary things and that is okay for everything uh, so if you're having that learning mindset you're going to develop a career everywhere anywhere uh, but the longevity is questionable because it is new right mechanical engineering has been existing since the 19th century people have been making steam engines and now they're making cars then honestly the concepts are not much different like you see newton's second law 200 years ago and we still use it till this day that's what we used to find out the acceleration that's what we find used to find out the final velocity till this day the entire space science and engineering apart from a little bit of time mapping between where you are to the satellites everything can be done with the physics before einstein everything can be done with newtonian physics everything can be predicted by the kepler's law and the newton's law the einstein only comes into the picture when you have to consider theory of relativity because the way time seeps over here on earth is different from the way time goes in the orbit because of the gravitational differences but the basic concepts is so old it has been going on for so long like even einstein's theory of relativity is pretty old now it was 1909 it's over 100 years so we are still using it and we have still not seen the next stage of physics yet so it is very tested but when it comes to like computers when it comes to artificial intelligence you can't even go back like more than 50 years to see any significant use of it or any career at least right so i'm not saying that you should not pursue but if you're asking me what is my viewpoint well this is what i think about it i have no interest in that career and so my opinion might be a little bit different but if you see if you find yourself to be interested you see that itch in you that i want to learn bloody get into it because one thing that i know above anything else is that if there's a new career which is booming you want to step in right then you want to be the best at it so that your demand is exponentially high because when when you 
dive in in the right moment they say it right if it is in the news then you are too late and right now it is just heading is like same happened with the youtube right in 2014 15 nobody knew what the hell it was and people who jumped in right then are now standing at millions of subscribers and uh, people who just are starting up with 10 subscribers just cannot compete with those people they have built an entire empire they have people in the production team in the editing team uh, in the advertising team in the marketing team they have created a whole company and network around it right which which a lot of time competes with like large television networks of the 90s and the 80s right you're seeing a lot of people having equal if not more reach than the big news channels you see joe rogan having more reach than cnn right and that's just one person and we are talking about a network like what was that british network bbc right that has that was there like winston churchill <laughs> used that to telecast his first day as prime minister that was bbc british something i'm going to put the full form over here and uh, there are people today who started a youtube channel like 14 15 years ago and have more reach than that think about that so that happened only for a single reason people did what they wanted to do and they did it regardless of the reward that they were getting at that time regardless of the uncertainty of future so that was a pretty long rant but vab of kole kole i hope that i answered your question and that's the reason people love momentum podcast we go unscripted we go mm, unbiased and we get to the bottom of it just like we got to the bottom of john wick versus hitman what do you think who wins against john wick uh, if there's a john wick versus hitman right my bet is always on 47 you can read it on the name of this youtube channel but you can't if you're on spotify by the way this whole podcast is available on spotify google podcast apple podcast wherever there's an audio uh, audio podcast you're going to find it links will be down in the description box if you would rather prefer to listen to it but why would you cuz you're going to miss my handsome face but you are not going to if you are listening on spotify because now spotify has a video version okay your choice now i'm going to consider one more question that is by sick sick all right the name is so nice you say it twice not my original madagascar some part moto moto now if you find it worth answering then kindly discuss it oh sir i have already considered it talk about your book okay i will your motivation of writing a book and what can you suggest to aspiring writers about writing better as you are almost 21 2 years old in your journey oh now 21 i did not get it like are you saying that i was 22 when i started writing the this book also mention your differential or are you saying i'm 22 right now in no way shape or form 22 sir so i am 28 but i started writing it when i was 24 okay and it has been a long journey and some of you guys might be thinking that hey ashish why are you talking talking about writing some of you guys know that i've been writing a book for a long time and i'm just going to answer your question of what do i think about writing as an art itself just before starting recording this podcast i was writing every day at least 2 to 3 hours i do write 
and I'm right now in the fifth draft of my book and I'm going to do the sixth draft by winter and then I'm going to start looking for publishers hopefully now talk about your book and your motivation of writing the book see the motivation of writing my book is just one it is a story that needs to be told and if I don't this world is going to be deprived of that story that's what I want to do second for me personally it helps me analyze my past and uh, although the book has fictional places fictional names and all it is in- inspired and influenced by my life experiences and so i get to analyze what happened exactly and i think people need to do more of that even if you're not writing a book you need to every now and then look back and see what got you here because because a lot of times we are just heading blind and we are just running because of what happened yesterday forgetting about what happened a year ago which influences every decision that you're making today so it helps me clear my mind and i enjoy writing so those are my motivations i i i'm passionate about it and honestly i want to make a career out of it i have a lot of stories and a special way of depicting that so i definitely want to build a career out of it that is like my final goal your motivation right uh, yeah suggest so aspiring writers okay if you are an aspiring writer and i've gotten couple of comments like this before as well some of the followers of this youtube channel has actually done this professionally as well like they have written short films and all great some of them are writing books as well that is great as well what i would say is that like anything else it's a muscle the more you write the better you get at writing and that is another reason why i keep on doing drafts after drafts because when i look at the first draft what i wrote in 2018 2019 was an utter garbage right <laughs> but it was also real because it was the closest to the actual experience the whole story starts in june 2017 and ends in october 2018 so it was the closest so i got the real experiences to be put over there but it's just that i was not a good writer at that time so now when i look at it the stories i keep the way of writing i change a little bit so that not only me but you can understand what i've written so writing is a muscle and you need to do more and more you cannot do the i wrote today and one month later i wrote again and another thing is that there has to be a continuity if you're writing a book because you cannot afford to forget what you wrote in chapter 1 when you're writing chapter 6 because your reader is going to read it in one go so you have to invest a lot of time and you want to do it in large stretch of time it's a full time job that is what i'm finding is like a lot of jobs that is artistic it won't pay you until it's all said and done but those are going to be tips from my side what i'm learning and that is why i make sure that i invest at least like 3 to 4 hours every day writing and uh, i want to have that continuity and it's also like a very artistic kind of thing like how are you going to relate things how are the story is going to turn out and how a person is going to read that and in chapter 8 the person is going to be reminded oh there was a hint about it in chapter 2 or something so 
it's an it's a fabrication it's like a painting it's a whole art form art form that is like less and less people are doing but for some reason it always shocks me like why are people reading books till this day right you would think that with the internet age and the video platforms nobody would be reading books anymore right why would you be reading books because you can get all the information in the video form in the audio form it's easier to con- uh, consume but after making so many youtube videos what i've found out is the best videos that i'm making even the youtube ones are the ones that are the most well written because speaking is a good way of talking but there is no filter to it there is no check to it there is no correction to it and there is no time oriented fabrication to it like i cannot sit down for hours and days and think about exactly what i'm going to say and that will be a scripted talk uh but that's not what we are doing over here that's not what we do when we talk in general but when we write something then we think about every aspect of how the reader is going to consume it how i want to depict it what is the mistake that i made what i want to correct that is why if you look at jordan peterson these days like jordan peterson talks about a lot of uh, um controversial things right and when he does that and when he has like millions of eyes on him he cannot make a mistake like he can get sued for making a mistake he is in that position so nowadays you are going to see that he's not talking in a impromptu fashion but he's reading out and the reason for that is is that is well thought out it's still his thoughts though it's not like someone else gave him he just invested time to think about it properly and you should respect that when a person is talking about it after a huge amount of time is invested all right unfortunately we are not going to be able to talk much right now but there are like episodes after episodes of momentum podcast that you can binge watch i have to go and catch a bus in 10 minutes so i'll have to leave but before i do i'll have to remind you about this course art of speaking which will help you enhance your speaking and communication skill if you feel that you're un- underconfident when you're talking in the language of english if you're underconfident when you're talking in front of others we got an array of tricks and techniques that you can learn from over 10 hours of lectures that will definitely cause results in the improving direction it will help you because it has helped hundreds of other art of speaking students in the past i'll leave the link down in the description box also put your suggestions opinions have a sense of humor and have a good time down in the comment section and put your questions so that i can be discussing it in the upcoming momentum podcast my name is ashish ranjan this is my time and hope you enjoyed it i'll see all of you in the next one till then bye